0: Hello, this is Amber. My website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. My work is focused on healing the core wound, inner child healing, sacred union divine partnership work and transformational coaching and healing calls. My passion, my mission is assisting those who come to see me to come into their power to truly shine their light and be all that they came here to be. This podcast channel has evolved over a number of years and I love taking my inspiration from my personal life, my clients' lives and just what's going on in the world and um, they, they, they're always themes it feels in certain parts, times of our lives and in certain times of um, our collective consciousness. What I'm observing right now is a theme around energy levels and the masculine and the feminine. So I am lucky enough to have some incredibly strong spirited female clients Um, and I have done always over the years but especially recently real powerhouses of creativity and also in my life as friends. And I count myself as a pretty spirited fierce woman who's had to be that way to survive in the world. What I'm noticing as a common theme among certain women, among the certain collective is an exhaustion of the feminine. Uh, a wanting and a needing to lay down the arms to surrender, to stop, to be still, to nurture, to self-care, to go within, to push less and to receive more. And so that's what this podcast briefly is about. It's about how as strong women can we start to push less and receive more. It's really interesting what we're seeing right now. It's like we're a little bit split, you know, we have a section of the collective, of the sort of feminine collective, if you like, that is that is uh, so impassioned, that it is engulfed in fire to make a change, to push forward, to have their voice heard, to say this has to stop, part of the Me Too campaign, to disclose, to reveal, to um, change. You know, it's that fire energy and it's incredible. Um, My feeling is that it's been so interesting because I have known that energy as a woman myself, but also with a lot of my contemporaries and the clients that I've worked with for a very long time. You know, the the uproar that we're now seeing with the Me Too movement that has become a movement and women taking to the streets and... Women's Day, Women's Marches and so on, that energy of needing to be heard, of demanding what is for you, of wanting to fight for what is for you, I have known that energy amongst strong-spirited women for decades, but we didn't have a movement to hold them, right? We didn't have a social media campaign to hold them. We didn't have that holding. And my feeling is that there have been a lot of women at the forefront of this push energy, driving, pushing to create, whether it's pushing to create a safe home for your family or to get the get food on the table, pay the bills, pay the rent, get your art out into the world, you know, succeed in an industry, break through those gra- glass ceilings, break through racism, break through sexism, fight for what you believe in, fight for who you are, break through sexual harassment, break through rape and assault, break through sexual assault, you know, we've had to push and push and push and fight and fight and fight, and I've known so many women like that in my life, and I have been one of those women, I still am in many ways. But we've fought a really good fight And I feel like that section of the feminine is now burnt out, she's tired, she needs to stop, she needs to slow down, she needs to put down her arms and just receive. The really interesting thing is that as she does that, there's a whole new wave that rises up and says, I've got this. You rest, sister. I've got this. So this podcast is to the women that feel, if I stop, I'm somehow letting myself down. I'm letting others down. I'm not manifesting. I'm not creating. I should be pushing more. We are shifting energetic frequencies. We are shifting our energetic focus and it's okay to put down your arms and rest for a while, it's okay to take off your battle armour, it's okay to tend to yourself and to eat good food and to rest and to do nothing, it's okay because there is another wave that is still going to carry on with that fight energetically as in we're still going to be pushing forward always but also physically in the world And it's okay to do that because on another level what it's doing is it's assisting the masculine to wake up. What I've seen for a very long time, especially in the Sacred Union work is these incredibly strong, empowered women, pushing, 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 creating, creating, manifesting, reaching out to meet their beloveds, meeting their beloveds, but their beloved seems asleep, you know, seems uh, completely unaware of this connection. And she's pushing and she's driving and she's making things happen. And this woman, this archetypal woman now needs to stop. And as she stops, that energy has to go somewhere, right? It doesn't just stop, it just rebalances and it rebalances into the masculine, who is getting a wake-up call who is waking up to his place in the world, to that forward-moving energy. We are a mix of both, to receive and to push. And for a long time, many women have had to just push and be in their masculine. What this does is it exhausts a woman. It's not her natural rhythm. This isn't to say that we all have to be one way or another. But in terms of archetypes, it's not the natural rhythm of the feminine energy to be pushing all the time, to be in fire all the time. Her natural rhythm is to flow, is to receive, is for stillness, is for stability, is for grounding, is water and earth. And for a long time, the feminine if you like, as an archetype, has had to be in fire and air. She's had to be in her mind to be logical, to be practical, and to push to be in fire, to make things happen. And it's exhausted her, it's depleted her, it's defeminized her. That doesn't mean she has to wear a skirt and pink, but it's defeminised her from her sacred feminine self, which is the mother, the protector, the goddess, the queen, the one who is able to sit back and receive So this is about how can you, as a strong woman who's been in her masculine, who's created the life that she is proud of today or still feels that there's work to do on today, how can you start to come into your queen self? The queen doesn't have to, as an archetype, doesn't have to go out there and hang out with everyone. She doesn't give her energy to everyone. She doesn't get pissed with everyone. She doesn't squander herself on everyone. Not because she doesn't care for those around her. She does she cares very much for her land, for her people, she cares very much for community, but if she was to do that she would no longer be the queen. The queen has to have an element where she is in a place of receptivity, where she welcomes adoration, where she welcomes attention, she welcomes gifts, where she's able to stop and stand still, and when she's able to do that she harnesses all her power and in some ways paradoxically has more power when she is doing less than when she is doing more. And so I think the invitation to really strong women who push themselves to the levels of exhaustion is to sort of find yourself settling into the archetype of the queen. And as you do that, the masculine who has been, he's been a pauper, he's possibly been a prince, most of the time he's been a clown or a little boy, can start to awaken into his king self. These are the archetypes if we think about, you know. For so long, there's... I mean, there's some incredible men out there, but there's a lot of men that I meet that I have interactions with who are confused, who feel lost, who don't know what their direction is in life, who don't know how to be around a woman. Can I do this? Can I say this? Can I not say this? I've done other podcasts on social media and how we, you know, we're losing our art of intimacy. All these things have men very perplexed and they often say and do things that don't help uh, interactions between the sexes, that don't help union. So as the feminine who has been striding out into the world takes a step back, allows herself to receive, the masculine can step into that role of being one who is able to stride out into the world and create, but this time do it from a place that's more heart-centered, that's less abusive, that's more about union and unity. I don't think this is a mass collective that's happening right now. I think the mass collective is what we're seeing. It's the battle between the sexes. It's that battle right now. It's the free-for-all, and it's needed, and it's necessary, and it's out there. But there is another collective that is working in a different way, and it's that collective that I address this podcast to. It's It's the masculine that is awakening that is knowing that he has a purpose in the world, that there is something that he's here to do, but he hasn't yet been able to work out what it is that he's here to do. And in some ways, that's because the feminine has been striding and pushing forward for so long that those pull of energies have been disproportionately in one place and not the other. As the feminine now puts down her arms and she rests for a bit, all that energy has to go somewhere and it goes back to the masculine and he's able to get that intellectual clarity, he's able to get that fire back in his belly to go out into the world and to create and to do and to, to take risks and to try things and as he does that the feminine is better placed to receive him, to receive her beloved, to receive her king. We can only really look at this as archetypes. I really think if we start to look at this in nitty-gritty physical world levels, we get caught up in semantics and politics. But the archetype of the king and the queen is where we're heading, in ourselves and and for the collective eventually. Um, What that means is that we are fully embodied, we are fully empowered, we know how to use our power wisely and with love, and for the best of all those around us. If we can all be kings and queens in our lives, what a beautiful world that we would live in! Uh, we would be uh, open with those around us we would be generous with those around us yet we would not squander our gifts we would not squander our energies we would know when to give and when to receive. I really think the archetypes of the king and queen show us that you know the god and the goddess of course the, those words king and queen now have so much energy around them right because It depends on what we think about monarchy in inverted commas, but I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the archetypes. So to the strong women that are tired, I say rest. I say put down your arms. I say cook yourself nice, simple food. Have luxurious warm baths. Snuggle up on the sofa and read a book. Do nothing. Stare out the window. And know that it's okay. Know that you are regathering yourself and that you shall find a different way of manifesting that we have phases in our lives where we manifest through fire and then phases in our life when we manifest through a place of stillness. That Sometimes we need to push less and allow more. Sometimes we need to trust that all those years and decades of work that we've done have finally caught up with us and we're now in a place where we can become instant manifestors. So allow this time to give you the space that you need to listen to what your body is telling you because if you carry on pushing yourself you'll just push yourself to the point of extinction and we don't want that because the world needs women like you, strong, focused, creative, dynamic women. The world needs you but the world doesn't need you exhausted or angry or frustrated or heartbroken. The world needs you as the queen, the world needs you in your power. If there is any way in which you feel I can assist you, please go to my website, which is sacredspacehealing.org. I know a lot about this, about female empowerment and exhaustion, and also how we can turn that exhaustion into empowerment. Uh, I ran the women's sessions and red tent circles for years. Um, I now do the Core Wound Healing Work, Sacred Union Healing Program, and the Transformational Calls for Coaching and Healing. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. My name is Amber, and I send you so much love and joy on your journey, wherever you may be. Until the next time, so it is, and so it shall be.